What is up, everyone? Welcome to the week two matchup live stream here at fantasypoints.com. I'm John Hansen, Greg Cosell, Adam Kaplan, ready to rock and roll here Thursday night, re recording this at 547 Eastern. Our guy Ben Kukanis on the other side of the glass. Mr. C, you look uh, very introspective. Are you ready to go? Yeah, man. I'm pumped to see our guy Josh Palmer tonight. I, I only have him in one league. I'm just a huge fan and He's going to be the man tonight. You watch. All right, Greg, you and I did the podcast last night. So everybody who gets our podcast at fantasypoints.com, all that, um, check that out. But what what'd you watch today? What'd you, what'd you spend time on today? What did I watch today? I just finished watching Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. um, God, what did I watch? It's funny. I, I, I watched it You were going to watch Trevor Lawrence. I watched Trevor Lawrence. I watched Carson Wentz. Mm. Good, good, good. Ooh, good, good, good. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get into it, Greg. I know you didn't see the Chargers or Chiefs on tape. I don't. I saw think. the Chargers. Oh, oh, okay. oh, that's right. You did. Um, well, did anything stand out to you? I'm guessing uh, DeAndre Carter uh, stood out to you a little bit. Well, what stood out to me, and this is profound, is that Justin Herbert's good. Yeah. Very you know, I made this comment, you know, on a couple of shows today that I did actually. And this is what really stands out to me. We know that he's talented. We know that he makes throws where we kind of go, wow, we know that. Right. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much a given. But I think one of the things that really stands out to me is he just consistently executes basic route concepts over and over. And not every quarterback in the league does that. You know, so when yeah. they call basic stuff that's in everybody's playbook and that everybody yeah. runs, he never misses those. Now, you know, Greg, not, never, you know, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he no. just doesn't miss the throws that you have to make that are there all the time. I have a theory why that stands out, by the way, because I've been thinking about that. Go ahead. You know, these second reaction running quarterbacks, they don't work on their nuanced passing skills because ah, I'll just run. So that would be my theory. Yeah, and, and he also, the other thing that stands out to me is unless the defense really demands otherwise, he looks the same every time he throws the ball. Repetitive mechanics, and I'm yeah. a big believer in that. I was taught that by Bill Walsh. You know, it's not me just making up a, you know, a theory. He throws it the same every time. Adam, how big, by the way, while we're on Herbert, is the uh, McDuffie loss? I mean, I know the guy's a rookie, but. Uh, apparently he graded out well last week. Yeah, I mean, it'll be Snead and Fenton who, who play a lot anyway. Now, Greg, do you know anything about this Josh Williams kid, this fourth rounder? No, I do not. I did not. Okay. Is okay. he a rookie? Yeah, he's number yeah. 23. He'll, he'll Fayetteville play. State. Yeah, okay. Where? Fayetteville State. No, no I did not watch him. I do not know anything about him. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. So, yeah, well, yeah, it'll, it'll hurt a little bit because he's, you know, he's one of the top three corners. So, yeah. Greg, how about the loss of from last year, the honey badger, you know, I think that that might be a little bit of an adjustment here going up against. The well, it, is, it is for sure, because he is a guy who was so good with the skies and late movement to get to what you want to get to. And I know um, Spags was absolutely before training camp concerned about that, you know, about the, the, the fact that Matthew was just one of those special guys mentally that could do so many things that he was trying to figure out who was going to be that guy in his defense. And you certainly don't know the answer to that after one week. I think we'll see some downfield plays. Mike Williams, um, you know, maybe Carter. Um, and uh, did you did you watch uh, the rookie corner who will replace McDuffie, Jalen Watson? Apparently he has been very impressive thus far. I did not. Seventh, seventh rounder, yeah, he's a seventh yeah. rounder. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, well – any other thoughts, Adam, on uh, KC? We can move on. Or, Actually, let me ask, let me ask you a question about Josh Palmer. He was a guy who made plays downfield at Alabama, but here, no, I, I, I can't Tennessee. quite understand what Tennessee, happened. Yeah. Tennessee. I you mean, said Alabama. Tennessee, yeah, Tennessee. What, but he's not making the big plays here. What? what well, I, mean, I think that he's so. not been a featured player. He's been a secondary player. So, no, but when he's in the game, I was just hoping for some shot plays, and we have. You might see it tonight. But he hasn't yeah, been so. he hasn't been that guy. You know, he's been sure. a secondary player. Allen and Williams, you know, obviously Williams had a 
really big year a year ago. We know that Allen is is the guy they look to in critical moments, critical situations, red zone, third down. Um, so there hasn't really been a place for Palmer except as an ancillary player. And they've used Guyton at times. He's a vertical stretch guy yeah. as well. So maybe this is an opportunity for Palmer to be a, a high target player. But Greg, when I look at Palmer, to me, he's like um, possession plus. You know, I would like agree what, with that. What Allen Robinson was for a couple of years. <laughs> maybe what Robinson was in Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe first couple of years with the first year with the Bears, maybe. Yeah. But I mean, um, you know, like I said, he's not. When everybody's healthy, he's not a priority receiver for them. No, no, we know that. We're just looking in terms of, of shot plays. But you're right, Guyton's a guy. That, that's really all Guyton does is shot yeah. play. And now yeah. they have Everett, who, you know, actually was targeted a bit last week. Same yeah. Guy. Yep. Yeah, I think Everett is definitely uh, – I wouldn't be surprised at all if he made a And by play. the way, McKitty can run too. Yep. Yeah. You see, and yeah. He, got some, he got some looks last week. Yeah. Definitely like Mike Williams to bounce back in this one. Um, he had a big game in Arrowhead last year. No uh, McDuffie, no uh, Honey Badger back there. Now for KC, you know, Greg, you, you didn't have to watch the tape to to surmise that Mahomes played well overall. I'm sure he's good too, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden they might be deadlier than they were with Tyreek in this spread them out, spread the ball around offense. Well, I said, you know, I've said before the season that. I didn't think the loss of Tyreek would have any real negative impact on Mahomes. He's he's way past that. Yeah, they're almost more difficult to defend uh, because they can beat in some different ways. I think you know. And what well, um, what I like what Mahomes John said was interesting, and he he, he did talk about fantasy. He said, "Listen, without Tyreek, I'm going to be spreading the ball around a lot. A lot of guys are going to catch the football. Nine players caught a football last week. Yeah, and then Justin Watson uh, was out there, which I didn't love that for our guy Sky Moore." who did look great on that one catch. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, Clyde. I know, I know we want to move on, but I told you, and again, who knows what happens tonight? You know, you never know. Yep. But I, I did mention her, you know, a couple of weeks ago that I didn't think Sky Moore would be a big, big factor early. No, we yeah. said the same thing. In fact, I told John on our show, I said, well, it's going to take him probably till mid-season before he comes a factor. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. that was my guess too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, at least five to six weeks. Uh, we'll see if Juju gets hurt. Uh, let's move on. Miami, Baltimore, Greg, you watched uh, Lamar on tape, seemed to play well, but we also recall what the Dolphins did to Lamar last year. Oh, yeah, so. that was that was a fun tape to watch, and they really shut down that offense a year ago with all their pressure fronts, their disguise, their late movement. The Dolphins, had, uh, excuse me, the Ravens had three points until a late touchdown, and their offense was totally befuddled. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Seems to be getting some, uh, you know, Sure seems to be gaining some scheme, uh, steam, uh, Greg. I know you don't talk bad on coaches, but it, it sure does seem, Adam, I'll go to uh, sure. the whole Greg Roman, vanilla, basic route combination thing. Like, you're seeing other players complain about it. This happened last year. There was some, there was some stuff <laughs> that was out there. Um, it, it, see, here's the thing. You have to ask yourself this question. Is it because of Lamar that they do this? Because we know they're going to be a low-octane, low-attempt low team anyway. Yeah. But if you're saying structure, if people want to criticize the structure, is too simple. I, I know some players who played for Broman have come out and criticized them. I, I'm, I'm aware of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also have won a ton of games. The guy's pretty successful. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. got the Super Bowl with Greg Roman with Kaepernick, who was tremendous with Kaepernick. You know, yeah. this past week, they played a ton out of base personnel. They did not – on third and long yeah. – they played with Andrews and Likely on the field and two wide receivers. So, you know, again, that's the way they chose to play. In fact, what was really interesting is when the Jets this week, just as an aside, because I think it's very interesting, when the Jets played dime on third and long versus that 12 personnel and they went, man, they matched up Gardner on Andrews. Mm. Oh, mm. wow. Sauce Gardner already but, covering the tight end out there. In the but slot. the point is, is that, you know, Adam asked exactly the right question. Why do they play this way? Is, is you know, coaches want to win, okay? Now, some coaches do get stuck in their philosophies. I don't know Greg Roman well enough to know if that's the case. I can't speak to that. But Greg Roman wants to win games. So the question is why? We don't know the answer to that. Why do they play like this? I mean, he had Fitzmagic, didn't he, in Buffalo? Yes. That's correct. Yeah. Smart guy. Yes. You know, well, we can move on. That's neither here nor there. Um, Greg, I know you watched Tua Tungavelloa. Yep. 
it seemed like an uneven performance, but I know you took away some things that made you feel pretty good about. Oh no, I I really like the way they what Mike McDaniel's doing. I I think right. he has a tremendous feel for what Tua does well and what he can't do. Because yeah. I think when all said and done, I see I have a theory based on film study, and whether I'm right or wrong, I don't know the answer to that. You'd have to only Mike McDaniel and and their group down there could tell me. But I personally think that the reason they got speed was not because they're going to throw the ball over the top of defenses. And they'll take a shot here and there. Every team does. But two is not a great deep ball thrower. I think they got speed because of the timing and rhythm nature of what Tua does best. Because with speed and the use of motion, and they use motion more than any team in the league this week, what happens? Receivers get free releases. They're not disrupted off the line. Tua can play with timing and rhythm. It becomes a little bit pitch and catch, and that's to his game. Probably helps too that their O line doesn't protect very well, so get the ball out quick. Yep, yeah. and their run game will get better. I don't know who the feature guy will be, John, but it's Mike McDaniel. He's a run game savant. Their run game will get better. I thought it was going to be Sony Michelle, you know, collecting <laughs> a nice little percentage of the roles there, and but they cut him obviously. And uh, by the way, Ronnie Stanley, I guess Adam is probably well he. What, where, where is he at? He's actually off the injury report. Okay, yeah, he's, I'm, yeah. I'm showing a DNP for Thursday. Okay, uh, so he wasn't yesterday. Let me. I'll, I'll he was limited up. Wednesday, DNP Thursday. It may uh-huh. be a maintenance day. I, I was limited I, yesterday too, John. Yeah, I have to. I ha, well, it's too bad Juwan James is done. He tore his Achilles again. Sucks. He did. Yep, he's done for oh. the season. Yep, yep. Well, I know he got hurt in this game, and they ended up playing Makari at left tackle, and he is not a tackle, and he had some really bad snaps. And then injury-wise for uh, Miami, uh, we have n- no Austin Jackson. That's not good. You yeah, know. they indicated that they, their indication was that he's the right tackle, by the way, that it's not long-term. It didn't sound very good for this week. Mm. Um, yeah, Stanley, yeah, Stanley worked yesterday, didn't work today, so we'll see. Any thoughts on the Ravens covering – Tyreek and, and Waddle in, in, you know, in this offense that we've seen unfold in week one? Well, I'm not sure how they'll do it. You know, like I said, you do get concerned about the ability of those guys to run by you. That's obviously critical. Um, you know, I think most teams play off and then you get the rhythm pass passing game. Uh, I'm not sure yet. They have a new coordinator, Mike McDonald, who had been there before, but he was in Michigan last year. So I don't have a feel for how he might do that, John. I'm just being honest. Oh, the, oh, but real yeah. quick, one thing, Dobbins is I'm barring oh, yeah. something I've ever seen. He's gonna, I forgot about him. Dobbins is going to play this week. Yeah, so barring a setback, he's playing. Yeah, yeah. well, I talked with our guy, Dr. Mark Addicts, about it today, and he he really does expect, like, a nice ease in here. Like, you know, I think you got to Oh, it's be, been a year, John. Yeah, he didn't run the ball well at all last week. The, the Jets shut them right down. Wow. Jets yeah. defense played well last week. They had two busts or breakdowns in the secondary on touchdowns but other than that the Jets defense played very well against the Ravens they were pretty good early last year too and they got the Browns this week as we move on and I don't have much on the Browns I mean to your point Greg I'm not assuming oh it's a cake matchup for you know Cooper and uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones we do like David and Joku in this one I will say based on the matchup here but otherwise uh, Chubb and Hunt and then for the Jets Adam, I guess they're serious about continuing to start um, start Michael Carter. You know, our guy Brees Hall got, you know, he got a decent number of touches and all that. And as Joe, Joe Flacco checked it down, what, 20, 25 yeah, times? Yeah, I, I would just hang in there with uh, – they drafted this kid for a reason. He's going to be their feature back at some point. It's just you have to be willing to just hang in there with him. They, they like Michael Carter as a change-up, third down – if Harry up back, that's going to – he'll transition to that full-time later this season. They drafted this kid in the second round for a reason. Plus, they're a bad football team. They need, they know what they have at quarterback. They yeah. want a run game. Sure. The very essence of this offense that they're running is, you know, obviously a version of what the Niners do. So, yeah, it's going to start with him at some point. Yeah. Trust me on that. Greg, it, it, that does make a lot of sense. The talented, bigger, better equipped to handle a, a larger workload. Brees Hall, like, let, let's – I won't say put it on his plate here, but I mean, we don't work work with a lot here at quarterback right now. No, I mean, you know, 
I, I don't really have much to say. I didn't watch the Jets offense, so I don't really have much to say, John. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, but um, Brees Hall is better equipped to get to be a guy you hang your hat on in the running game. Than well, that's why they drafted him. You know, yeah. as you said, he may not be ready for that role yeah. just right. yet. Yeah, but right. They drafted him in the second round to be a foundation back. Yeah. Adam, but real quick, here's the problem I have with the Jets right now. Garrett Wilson looked good last week. Our guy Conklin looked good. Eli Moore did his thing. Corey mm -hmm. Davis. I mean, there's just not a lot of production to go around. Well, it was crazy though. The other thing is, and I know they had to because they were getting they were getting clobbered. The, to ask Flacco to drop back as many times as they had to, it was just. It was, yeah. I, I get it. They were behind, but it was painful watching that. It was just. Yeah. You know they they they're another team. They have no chance if they can't run the football. Their quarterbacks, whether it's Wilson or, or Flacco, they're not gonna. They're just not gonna get the job done. Fifty nine attempts. I mean, you gotta be kidding me. Let's go to the Commanders, Lions, Greg. You said you saw Wentz. You saw the Lions on both sides of the ball. Um, how would how would you evaluate Wentz's performance? I thought it was good. Thought he, made, you know, he's another guy that's always going to miss a few. He's always going to miss a few. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, overall, I thought he threw the ball really well. Made some big time throws. Was outstanding on third down. Um, believe it or not, Adam, he checked it down quite a bit in this game. I saw. I, I, I was like, okay, that's breaking news. Yep, he I saw. checked it down. He, yep. he, you know, the interceptions, one was just a throw that was a little bit too far inside on an out route, and the other was a, you know, looked really bad. You know, one of those plays that people just, you know, when they when Wentz does that, they, you know, because people have decided he's an idiot, and, you know, they just that just <laughs> validates it, but it was actually a phenomenal play by the rookie Trevon Walker. Was that the middle screen? Mm. That was the screen, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, What do you think of Gibson, Greg? You've always said he's probably better, best suited to play like a slot role in the NFL. He kind of was a receiving back in the game, and it looked great. Well, they actually had a really interesting variation on a flood concept, three-level stretch, where he came out of an offset position in the backfield opposite where he was running the intermediate route. It was actually a very cool breakdown play. Um, but just, you know, Wentz was 9 for 10 for 134 yards and a touchdown on third down, and mm. seven of those nine completions resulted in first down. So, he, well, I thought Wentz played well. The further away we get from Philadelphia – the more I think that the problems with Wentz may not have been Wentz, but uh, they were John. His mechanics were atrocious. Well, like, yeah, but... embarrassingly, about as bad as I've ever seen cover this business. Yeah, but he was, he was so bad mechanically. He was in his own head. Yeah, but how did he get there though? Well, he had to move on. He had to move on. Sure. And you saw what happened in Jacksonville. We don't uh, need to waste Indiana. any more time on that well, anyway. But Lions that? defense, Greg. Um, yeah, as you see, Wentz. You see the you saw the defense. Obviously, they're not great yet. But uh, what you they see were super they, aggressive they, against the Eagles. A lot yeah. of blitz, a lot of fronts. I mean, they they attacked, and the Eagles struggled with it. Um, I imagine they'll do the same thing against Washington. I know our guy Wes Uber uh, is not loving uh, the matchup from a schematic uh, standpoint. Um, I guess he doesn't love Carson and, and you know against man to man, but uh, we we shall see. Moving on here, how about the Andre Swift, Adam? This is not good here. Oh, um, Dave Burkett, who covers the Lions, I guess he talked to him yesterday, and that Swift did not seem concerned at all. But you're right; he better work tomorrow. Obviously, if he doesn't work tomorrow, you could forget about it. But as long as he gets even limited practice in, I'll, I'll be more encouraged. I see Frank the Tank didn't practice either. Uh, Frank Ragnow. Yeah, he got hurt in a game. Yeah, and he, you know, he was hurt most of last season. Um, they don't have any depth on their offensive line that's any good. So this is, this is certainly a problem. Monroe looking good. I couldn't believe Logan Thomas. Did you happen to notice Logan Thomas, Greg? Yeah, I mean, he made a few catches. You know, yeah, that's how I noticed. Did he seemed to be moving well. Did he seemed healthy. Yeah. He no, he did for sure. Yeah, that's shocking, Adam. I, I did not expect that. I guess well, was what happened was, John, he, he barely he barely worked in training camp. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, and they held him out, and he did. He gave him what he could. Yeah, they'll just continue to, to build up, build him up. They're hoping to get that uh, the kid, the fifth rounder from Nevada, the tight end kid who can run. Talk with Cole it, Turner. Yeah, Cole Turner. Yeah, they're hoping to get him back. Let's go to Indy, Jacksonville. Greg, Trevor Lawrence, Week One. What, what did you see there? Um. There were some ups and downs, you know, 
I, I think at his core, Trevor Lawrence is not a, a truly precision passer. Um, but I thought that uh, he was he made a couple of good throws. Um, I think they have to shore up their pass protection versus four-man D-line pass rush. There's too many contested throws for Lawrence in this game. He was he was forced to throw under duress too much. That's mm. not the strength of his game. He needs to be protected. Mm. Um, I thought he executed a really nice two-minute drive at the end of the first half, um, but he miss he misses a few too many throws that he just has to make. Matchup wise, we've got Stephon Gilmore. Um, I know you haven't probably seen much of them. They're probably playing sides uh, oh right because that's gus bradley uh gus bradley wouldn't be a guy to travel a corner would he uh didn't see their tape don't know yeah okay but normally in his history he would not normally gus bradley would not do that yeah that's what i thought yeah i i don't know if we know about this cult defense like adam like you know what what they are basically like you know they're good you know? Yeah, I mean, I think with what happened with Gus is the, the lack of talent around him with the Chargers. Uh, same with the Raiders. So, you know, they feel, they feel better about uh, some of the talent that they have there. We'll see. I don't know what happened last week. Uh, you know, it was not that – I mean, they closed the game while they came back. Uh, but, yeah, well, you're right, John. It's only one game, so we need we need a little bit more information on that. Um. And then for those Colts, I see uh, Alec Pierce dropped a touchdown last week uh, in the protocol, didn't he? Yeah, he got he had a concussion. Yes, yes, he he is he he uh, needs to get clear. He hasn't got cleared yet. How great did Michael Pittman look to you, Adam, last week? He looked uh, unbelievable. He's such he, he's a better route runner than I than I thought when he was drafted. We, we know he was talented. He's he's good. He's one of the best young receivers in the league. He's been good. Really, you know what's really cool? He's been good from the start. Well, what I love about him, and I said this about him before he even played, because he got better and better and better in college. He's doing the exact same thing here in the pros. Let's go to, oh boy, Tampa at New Orleans. Adam, what do you think yeah. here? Is this veteran resting? No, it's not with, with Michael. Michael uh, Evan, Mike Evans has chronic hamstring issues. Mm. Now, more often than not, he plays. I was talking to Rick Stroud about this in camp, at training camp. He says like he's tried everything to get treatment over the years for the stuff. It just keeps recurring. Um, Julio, is this is new for Julio. This is a knee, not the usual soft tissue well, stuff. Well, he got he got dinged up on that long catch. Yeah, yeah. Leonard, thank goodness, is okay. Yeah, he, he's 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 going to play, barring some sort of setback. You saw what happened to him when he pulled up on that long run to the left side. Yeah, and Gage is going to play. The now this is the only good thing I'd say about Godwin is the knee is off the injury report. It's now the now it's now this hamstring. That's um, but Evans is going to play, right? Yeah, barring something unforeseen, he yeah. should play. Yeah, he should play. Well, Greg also uh, look he hasn't practiced yet. Donovan Smith now, so you know if he's out too, and and we know this has been a house of horrors. I mean, but that's a bit of a problem because first of all, this, the the Saints have beaten them four straight times with Brady, and they do it. Re, they do a great job both on the coverage portion and up front. Yeah, and rushing with. We know they four. have three new interior O linemen, and if Donovan Smith is out. That's a little bit of a problem. Josh Wells, would, who started in the championship game, would start for him. Yeah, and I don't even like – I guess I'm a Jameis hater, but he showed up on the injury report at him with that back issue. Yeah, he's expected to go. I don't like this matchup here for Jameis. He was, he, Jameis, I mean, obviously it's a much better defense in Tampa, but Jameis really played well this past week. It was a fun game to watch on tape. How did they come yeah. back? Like anything in particular that you, you noticed? Well, they, he made throws, and <clears throat> I thought that they had a really good feel as the game progressed. And, and uh, you know, I think Dean Pease, uh, you know, felt – I don't, I don't want to say he felt the game was in control. That would be wrong. Coaches never feel that way. Um, but I think he changed up some of the things he had done through two and a half, three quarters, and the Saints had a really good feel for what he was doing – and Jameis threw the ball with confidence. He saw it clearly. He delivered uh, with conviction. He threw the ball exceptionally well. Mm. You know, in in the, in the fourth quarter of that game, he was 13 for 16 for 213 yards in the fourth quarter. Well, I think Peyton and Carmichael <clears throat> must have untapped something here because now Jameis has played eight games as a Saint and 
400 attempts, actually uh, 200 attempts, four, 16 touchdowns against only three picks. So can you pinpoint anything that they've unlocked or latched down on Jameis or just – I mean, I can't tell you why he doesn't throw picks. Lack I mean, of volume. He could have thrown one or two this week, by the way. There were yeah. two plays that could have been picks. Okay. Um, but Jameis has always been able to throw the ball really, really well. And, you know, he's he was a number one pick, and it, 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 no one thought they reached for him when they took him. So, yeah. you know, he's a good throw of the football. He's a big kid. He's tough. I mean, there's not really a whole lot really to dislike about Jameis. I'll tell you, John, the reason why he came back is he's super accountable. Remember I was telling you, I don't know, it was like a year ago, I said, yeah. I know it, you know people are sitting, writing him off with the ACL. I said, <clears throat> behind the scenes, they love him. And you could see, you know, Greg just gave you what the tape looked like. I'm interested to see what happens if he has some more high-volume games. It, it, it's very impressive that in a game where he had to bring them back, he didn't turn the ball over. I know that Greg said there might have been a couple possibly, but uh, he didn't. And they're much deeper at receiver now than they were last season, for sure. Oh, for sure, obviously, yeah. Probably helps that he's behind a very good O-line. But uh, Alvin Kamara, Adam, with the rib issue. Yeah, he, uh, I don't know if you know this. He took a, a lot of weeks where he, he would take either Wednesday or Thursday off last year. Yeah. I, I'm not worried mean? about it. No, if he, he did work some yesterday, and he didn't work today. Now, if he doesn't work tomorrow, obviously, then we'll be concerned. But as long as he gets some practice. Oh, tomorrow, right. Yeah, he did work yesterday. He, he almost always plays. when he Even I, if he's limited yeah. Friday, that's been his history. I know it's a little worrisome coming off of last week. That was a little startling, you know, the lack of production. Yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas did look good, but this is a tough matchup for their passing game. So I would be careful. Carolina and the Giants, uh, the New York Giants. Greg, I know you saw the um, the Giants. And uh, give us your thoughts on, you know, Barkley obviously looked good. Your thoughts there. And uh, how did Daniel Jones look? I thought Daniel Jones looked pretty good. I mean, he they, he didn't throw it a lot. I thought he was efficient. Um, you know, they they obviously ideally would like to see more big plays. The touchdown to Shepard. I don't know what the corner Christian Fulton was thinking, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> but no, I thought you know, in, in terms of completing balls and being efficient in the pass game and doing what he was asked to do, I thought he he did a really good job. Okay. And Adam Cadaverous Tony added, added. I mean, this yeah. kid is unreal. And you saw he got they 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 more or less benched him last week. He we don't you know we don't have twenty minutes to talk about this, but they've tried they're trying everything to get this kid going. It's just yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, um, Wondell Robinson only played nine snaps. We got hurt. Yeah, hurt. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And is he's he been out of practice. Week? I'm sorry. Is he going to play this week? Doesn't sound good. I doubt it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, who else here? Uh, no, I think that's about it. Yeah, I don't have much else on the Giants. Uh, not going to throw the tight end this year, apparently. Uh, I do think oh, this oh, is – real quick. Just yeah. Greg, wait, Greg, you saw – did you see the Giants' protection? I was just wondering how their line played. I thought their line was pretty good. I think the Titans don't really have a pass rush without yeah. Landry. I mean, Simmons yeah. is a monster. And yeah. He, he had some – some plays that were just ridiculous and they, they played their left guard as to a rookie from North Carolina quite a bit. He was in there at critical moments and there were a couple of welcome to the NFL plays for him where Simmons <laughs> just ate him up physically. Wow. But I thought the giants all line for the most part was pretty good. Awesome. I think Andrew Thomas is so, I can't he get played over very well. Neil, the right tackle, the rookie Neil had some issues, but not the kind of issues that would shut down your offense. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but Thomas, I thought, played very well. Greg, last week I, I mentioned uh, the line, my concerns against Cleveland, and it kind of felt like that matchup there in the trenches kind of neutered that offense a little bit. Um, but you didn't see that tape. Um, no. We, um, I, what do you think of uh, you know, Adam Baker in this matchup, like in general? Like where are you with Baker? Um. See, I don't – I like how he – here's the thing. I like how he brought them back. I know early on it, was, it didn't look good. I don't – I don't have – I know the chemistry between he and Moore was fantastic in training camp. I saw it for two days, and I know talking to the Panthers, they felt really good about it. It's only mm -hmm. one game. If it's if this goes on for three games, I'm going to start scratching my head. And I – wasn't the, the Robbie Anderson one where they just didn't cover him? Yeah, it, that was a bust. That was a – yeah, it looked like it. So I'm not making much out of it. 
Uh, the, the usage of remember Ben McAdoo is a new play caller. The, the usage of McCaffrey was strange in the past game. That one I, I don't know about. Yeah, only four targets and four yeah, catches. Yeah, that was worrisome. That's yeah, worrisome. let's go to uh, New England Pittsburgh and Greg. Give us the Week One Cliff Notes version of what you see here in, in New England. You know, you know, just just looking at the names, they, they are seemingly uh, missing some people. Uh, in the secondary there that we used to, you know, like impactful guys. Well, I saw, I saw New England's defense. I did not see their offense yeah. and they actually played far less man-to-man coverage than mm-hmm. we're used to seeing. They pl- they still played single high, but they played an awful lot of cover three. I don't know if that was specific to Miami or if that's something we'll see as, you know, a foundation as we go forward. I did not see Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah, and Adam, Mac Jones was out today, but that's like he's got an illness. Yeah, in fact, the good thing is they took the back spasms, the back, he had back spasms off the injury report. Yeah, I, I'm barring something unforeseen. Now, it, it wouldn't be good if he doesn't play tomorrow. Excuse me, practice tomorrow. That that would be, that obviously would be a, a problem. But, uh, yeah, look, this, you know, as uh, someone from the Patriots told me, this is going to take some time, this offense. It's, uh, yeah. it's a work in progress, as they say. Well, you know how it works with the Patriots. Everyone's writing them off. Steelers are riding in one and zero. New England will win the game uh, somehow. I think. Uh, you know. <laughs> Belichick, yeah, you could be right, John. You never know. But you know, Belichick. I always. This is very basic, but when you have a quarterback with some deficiencies like Trubisky, let's be fair. I just feel like you're dead in the water against Belichick because they know that and they take more advantage of that. It seems than other teams. Greg, is that is that fair? Um. You know, no. I mean, I guess when you say take advantage, I mean, I think Belichick will know what Trubisky cannot do. Right. You know, uh, look, this is a tough team. Their offense is going to be tough because Trubisky. We, I think everybody knows what he is, and they don't really run the ball particularly well. You know, so no, they, not there's not guys. much to their offense. No, no. I guess what I'm saying is, Trubisky is a guy who. He has had big games, you know, like he's had really, you know, statistical good moments. Oh, no question. That ain't happening against yeah, Belichick. I agree, John. This game really would worry me. Yeah. I, I would – I mean, you got to play Deontay, but I, I, my, I would have low expectations. I remember talking to a coach who was a coordinator, and Belichick put a completely new defense in. He called it a walk-around. He'd never shown this before. And this is and, and the, the guy who was coaching was you know had a veteran quarterback to work with and they had no idea what to do because they had never seen anything like wow. it. They just were not prepared for it. So that plays mm-hmm. your point, John. Trubisky doesn't have the high Q of some other veteran in terms of yeah processing and all that stuff. So yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I, I, I don't see this. I just don't yeah. see it. I, I think Mitchell is gonna have to lean on uh our guy Fryermuth a little bit. That that connection actually worked. A lot of second reaction stuff though, but Fryermuth is damn good. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> A little surprise, our guy George Pickens uh, played seemingly behind uh, Claypool. He did have a ball thrown in the end zone, but he's not ready uh, for How about the six carries for Claypool? What? <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. interesting. Atlanta, L.A., and Greg, you saw the tape. I'm I'm pretty concerned. I, it really starts at the offensive line. How big of an issue was that last week? Well, it was a big issue against a really good defensive front that can send waves out. Atlanta's not that front. Grady Jarrett, though, is sensational, but Atlanta does not have that kind of front. So I don't know if we're going to get a great read this week. I mean, if their O-line is bad, then they've got a real issue, John. And then they have to reassess as to how they want to play because Sean McVay wants to get five out. Last year, they were in empty sets far more than any team in the league. They would have to reassess and reevaluate all that if they truly feel that they can't protect. Because you can talk all you want about weapons. you can We can talk Cooper Cup all day long. But you don't have a pass game if you can't protect. Probably and not going to be an issue this week, though, against the Falcons. Well, maybe not. It probably, yes, from a personnel standpoint from Atlanta. But you know what? Their center's out. He had knee surgery. They couldn't protect at all. Nopum got hurt, but they, he has MCL sprain. They think he's going to be able to go. He didn't play well. It was a disaster. I mean, I, I know it's only one game, and I know Landa's on a very good pass rush, but yeah, you're right yeah. to be concerned, though. The, yeah, that, but even if they wanted to go turn into, all right, we're going to be a running team, like, can they with Cam Akers? What is Cam Akers right now? Like, who is a running Cam back Akers? for the Rams. Yes, I know. Uh, <clears throat> but but he, I will say this, too. Just I know they don't 
clearly Atlanta does not have the pass rush that the um, Bills do. And obviously Von Miller is, is, you know, one of the all-time great pass rushers. But I thought in watching the defensive tape of the Falcons, I thought for the really first time, I thought Lorenzo Carter looked like he could develop into a quality edge pass rusher. Okay. And and they don't they they play a lot of zone, right? They're sides, right? They don't Ooh. travel AJ Terrell, right? No, they 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 don't normally travel AJ Terrell, but they're Dean Pease, it's not an easy defense to play against. There's a lot of disguise, there's a lot of late movement. It's not he doesn't just line up and and give you the same look, you know, it's not an execution based defense. It's yeah. pretty schematic. Gotcha. Well, I got going to have to get Alan Robinson involved here. And, you know, Adam. Yeah. McVeigh said that and apparently there Stafford missed him. I think what happened to him Stafford in that game was he just got, I don't want to say happy feet. What happens is when, when quarterbacks get rushed continually, they're just, sometimes they just don't see it real well. Mm-hmm. And uh, McVeigh did say he knows he's got to get Robinson. In fact, he didn't even he wasn't even asked about Robinson specifically. He just brought up because you know we got to get Robinson the ball as well. So only one game with Kyle Pitts, but um, very reminiscent of last year. Just one other point, John. You mentioned the corners. My sense is from watching Week One that the Falcons play boundary and field with their corners. Haywood's the field corner. Terrell's the boundary corner. So right. they don't strictly match up to anybody. They play boundary and field. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, cup lines up everywhere, but probably inside more than than boundary. Um, yeah, so we might see a little bit of, but but that kid AJ Terrell is really good, right, Greg? Yeah, I mean, he had um, Thomas caught two touchdowns on him this week, but Terrell he? had great coverage. The throws were just so good. Right. Mm. Yeah. Hey, sometimes it's not your fault. Seattle at San Fran. I'm not gonna go crazy about Geno Smith and and spend a lot of time on it. Honestly, no, I'm not a hater. But uh, I think Kenneth Walker's due to go this week. Yep. 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 I wonder no how they'll, I wonder how Adam, any sense of how that backfield will work out in terms yeah, of Yeah, Penny will be Penny will lead, but they'll they'll work Walker in um you know, he had he had hernia surgery, so you, you just don't know how he'll perform with this. You know, this is his yeah. first major injury. Yeah. So we'll see. But he'll eventually be the guy. That's why they drafted him. And I, I don't see Penny coming back for Dynasty League owners, by the way, John. I think this should be it. He's no, in your yeah. deal anyway. I have a. I'm very concerned with uh, Trey Lance, Greg. I mean, it seems to be physical. It seems to be mental. You know, uh, where are you at out of, out of one week here with Trey Lance? I know it was in a monsoon, so I guess we're we're still you know waiting. I guess to get a, some more definitive uh, data, but I don't know. Um, do you have any thoughts on him? You know, these next couple of weeks. You know, they're just gonna well. You know, Play it basic. And- I mean, I think you're dealing with a young quarterback that doesn't have a real feel yet for uh, a number of things. He doesn't have a feel for pocket movement. He's a little frenetic. Um, he's not calculated yet. Um, I don't think he has a great feel for coverage and understanding how route concepts attack and break them down and when throws then have to be made. So so the, the throws he had in this game were were – first down and normal down and distance throws where the defense is more predictable based on tendency and probability, and you can kind of control the defense. So that's how they're going to have to try to get big plays in the pass game. Lance is not ready really to be a big factor on third down. It's got to be a fine line between getting them out there, get your reps, take your lumps, learn on the job, and like potentially not like, I don't know, really disrupting his development if he's not ready i mean that's got to be a little bit of a tough call well, but adam of course the only way to get ready john is to play but yeah. you know then you worry about the fact that you could be losing ball games and then yeah. the other problem is john the accuracy is just he is I, I i know from talking to coaches before that draft and i know one gm who was at actually his pro day said he would not be ready you what he didn't care about that he was in a pro system it had nothing to do with his his mechanics yeah. he said his mechanics need to be adjusted severely the way i think it's I think it's a little elongated here. I'm, I'm yeah. a little well. It is at times for sure, and he yeah. takes a little drop with his upper body as he gets ready to throw the ball. So one could argue that he's always going to be just a millisecond late. But in the NFL, fractions matter. Yeah. Well, at least with him, he has the arm strength to make up for that. You know, he does have arm strength. I'll, I'll yeah. tell you what, though, John. Being at training camp, when he's on, 
you don't see many players, quarterbacks who could throw it. These, some of these passes he had to Ayuk were unbelievable. Yeah. Like he would take your breath away and go, that's what a quarterback should look like. And the next throw yeah. is, is 50 yards out of bounds. Right. Like, I mean, because it's easy to conjure up, you know, images of him crushing it. You know, like run the ball, run your offense, design guys open, quick hitter, boom, <coughs> get it to him, done, big play. But he's got to actually throw an accurate ball, right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have much on Seattle otherwise. Oh, and and Greg, um, you know, Ty, would would you would you look at Ty Davis Price as a guy who could take over here at some point? I think here? he has that ability. I don't know anything about Jordan Mason. I don't know why he was active and Davis Price wasn't. Maybe it's a special teams thing. Maybe Adam knows the answer to that. Yeah. Um, I think Ty Davis Price has NFL rushing skills, and I think he fits the 49ers approach really well. Let's go to Cincy at Dallas, <clears throat> Greg. And um, I mean, it's an obvious question, um, but how big a trouble are the Cowboys in? What can they do with Cooper Rush in at quarterback <laughs> to be competitive? I, I, I mean, I, he did play last year and, and he started, I believe, against Minnesota in a Sunday night game and actually good. did okay. Um, yeah. I don't remember that game at my fingertips right now. And then he did pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's probably you know, a sample Cowboys, size guy, though. The bigger the sample size, the worse he gets. Yeah, I mean, the, the big issue, again, we saw this last year as the season progressed after about the first five or six weeks is just the Cowboys' inability to have any kind of consistent run game. And I think they need one now. Oh, big time. Big time. Big time. I don't think this is a particularly good matchup for them. I mean, I feel like this Bengal D is not dominant, but they're pretty tight, you know I mean? This is not like the easiest assignment here overall. No, the, the Bengal D is good. It's better than people think. You know, I know. you don't think of big names when you think of them, but it's a good defense. And it's very, I think, I personally think, just giving my opinion, that it's pretty well schemed. Yeah. I think the, the weakness is probably Eli Apple and a woozy, you know, maybe, you know, the corners, but they, they're actually pretty good, isn't he? Who? Ch- uh, Ch- uh, Chido Woozy? Yeah, yeah mean- he's pretty good. Yeah, he's good, but but I, I think I mean the their linebackers. I mean Logan Wilson guy's good. Stud uh, and Trent It's one of the better DNs. Henderson, Reader, Hubbard. I mean, yeah, I mean, they have pretty good players. They really yeah. do, John. Well, yep. t- John, remember they, when the, when uh, Luana Rumo came in? Boy, did they struggle mightily in the beginning. Yeah, and it took him a while to get his scheme down, and boy did it, boy did they improve. Yep. Now their old line was not good. No, so. their old line was not good at all. And they're going to, you know, the one thing about Dallas is they can rush the quarterback. We saw Micah Parsons, who, you know, I said last year when he moved to the end, I thought he was the best pass rushing the end in the league. He's pretty close to that. <laughs> yeah. So that, you know, that was worse. So, but, you know, again, you know, it's 2022 teams are rustier than ever in week one and especially offensive linemen. So, I, I, you know, let's, Let's take a look in you know week three or week four, but uh, otherwise, when they do throw, though, I mean, you know, Adam, what about T. Higgins though? Uh, uh, he, has, how he, they... get he he wasn't there today due to a personal issue, but he's got to get cleared. He hasn't been cleared yet, anyway. So yeah, uh, he's out of the protocol. And... I don't know about that. He's okay. Yeah, he had a concussion. I thought I read that. Saw that he was. He well, he was. With, he was no. What happens? He was not with a team today. He had some personal. Right. No. No. I know that. I know that. I yeah. thought I saw that too, John. But I don't. You know. Again, I don't yeah. follow it, that. Well, if he's, it's great if he's cleared already. It, it's it's hard to get clear that soon. That's that would. Surprise That's what me. I surprised. It surprised me. Yeah. Um, That'd be great. That'd be great. Joe Mixon though looked pretty freaking good last week too. By the way, so did Hayden Hurst actually. Um, I think this Cowboy defense is. Uh, you know, Greg. Uh, Jamar Chase here. I mean, this. I know the Cowboys are respectable, but they're also they strike me as a defense that Chase could light up for like two hundred. Oh yeah, I, I mean, look, he's going to throw the ball to Chase. Um, you know, their big issue is protection. It still wasn't good last week, John. That isn't it. You can't keep living like this. Yeah, you know, no, I look, agree. As good as Burrow is, that's not the question. But you know, they lost last week. They only put up, I believe, twenty points. Was that it? Um, you know, so. For all the talk, you know, Burrow is great and and he, you know, he's a really good player. But if you can't protect, you're going to have issues. And the kid Volson got hurt, the kid who's starting over Carmen. He was having a tough time anyway, Adam. Yeah, it's not good. Well, anyway, it's also not good that Jackson Carmen, it was a second round, I got beaten out by him. So that's disappointing that they're protection. So would you put more on, look, he had a ton of picks, but would you put, put more on that he was pressured or is it just bad mistake? Like, what, what would you put the picks on? Well, I think Burrow also. 
still needs to learn that there are some times that he just has to get rid of the ball and move on to the next play. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't get sacked that much. It's too much. Yeah. Like maybe become a little bit more of a check down guy a little bit. Yeah. Or just get rid of it and move on. You know, Yeah. sometimes mm. that's, you know, because I mean, while he can move, he's not a runner, certainly like the Mahomes is. And, you know, he's not quite that guy, even though he can move and he is pretty light on his feet. But sometimes the best play is get rid of the ball. You just can't get sacked as often he gets sacked. Yeah. I will say early on, based on week one, it does look like he's going to use those legs a little bit more this year if he's in trouble. He ran six times for 47. I know they were playing from behind and all that, but we'll see. It would make sense to keep that in your back pocket and use it a little bit more a year removed from that ACL. He did seem to, he does seem to be running mm -hmm. very, very, very well. Uh, Moving on to Houston and Denver, we saw, Greg, you saw uh, Davis Mills. Uh, how was the week one tape there? It was a little up and down, um, but I like Davis Mills. I like the way in which he plays. Um, you know, he's another guy. He's not Herbert in terms of overall ability, but he's a repetitive mechanics guy, um, and he's not totally immobile. He's certainly not a big-time secondary action playmaker, <clears throat> but – I think this offense will get better as the season progressed. I tell you what, I thought Laramie Tunsil, he, to me, he put on a clinic in pass protection. Pay and, and Gawkway, wow. when they went up against Tunsil, he just shut him right down. It was beautiful to watch. So um, you didn't see the running game. You just saw Davis Mills? I just saw Davis Mills. I didn't right. see the run game. The run, the run game was not – it was not productive. Yeah. John, well, how about O.J. Howard? I, 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 totally well, out of the blue, scores on both of his pass targets. What right. a pain in the ass. But uh, Same play, by the way. What's yeah. that? It was the same play both times. Oh, is that right? He played like freaking 13 concept. snaps, by the way. You know, people picking them, picking them up on the waiver wire. Good luck with that. Yeah. Um, what was I going to ask you about? Well, John, you know what's troubling? I told you this on our show, that Burke had played over Pierce when they actually had a lead. That That was very strange. You know, I, I saw Lovey talked about him a little bit, but, you know, they trust is a, it's a big trust. Burkhead's like, uh, you know, like somebody on the team's dad. You and know, well, the GM is very close to him, but you're <laughs> right. It's trust. No, there's, there's no doubt. He, but he did, you're right. I know what you're getting at. He did say Pierce has got to get the ball more. So I hope they do that. And then Denver, Greg, you did not see that tape. Uh, I saw their defense, not their offense, but I saw some of the game on TV and, I, I didn't think their offense looked like it had any rhythm at all. Yeah, I know. I know that dumb rotation. And just see, like, Rando run around and make some plays here, uh, per usual. But they should do very well this week, you know, running the ball, I would think. Uh, if Javante doesn't get 15 carries, I, 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 my head may explode. But um, <laughs> Cardinals, Raiders, and Adam, it's not looking good again for Rondell Moore. Yeah, he hasn't practiced since he got hurt. Uh, Ertz is doing better than he was last week at this time, so hopefully good because they're going to need him. They're, they're they're down in pass targets. They're, you know their secondary's banged up. Ertz could catch like nine balls if he's up for it. Yeah, um, boy, the head coach seems way more. Confident he'll be able to give him more this week. So uh, good. Yeah, good. I need him, uh, but I do think Kyler will play well uh, in this one um, overall. Greg, I don't know you. You did not see either either team yet this this year no right? i did not yeah and then um we we like the matchup uh overall for uh for fantasy here so um yeah i i do yeah sure. yeah i mean kyler connor well Ertz. well i'd say this if if the if, if the braiders could protect because their line if from a talent standpoint's bottom five i mean the, the chargers the the pre the number of pressures they got in that game you know well, who's pressuring the quarterback now on the card? Well, I understand. I know I hear you. I'm just saying, but yeah. they're an NFL team and right. they, oh, yeah. they have a bad offensive line. I was shocked that they that they did not address it in, in free agency or the draft. Yeah, that's the biggest concern by far. I, I mean, I mentioned it a million times. Well, yeah, it's I mean, I, I I I'm gonna I'm gonna I got someone out. I'm gonna ask about what happened to Card in that game. What was the you know now, Greg, here's what I want to know. And you know, you want to call me a hot take guy, fine. Yeah. But it's like Carr's never an interception guy. All point. of a sudden, he gets a guy who was really forcing it to. All of a sudden, he throws three picks. So right. I hope this doesn't continue. Let's go to the yeah. get. I mean, I, yeah, I can't speak to you know what they looked like while he threw them. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, but I mean, it, just on the surface, it's like 
that's that's a comment to look into here or at least follow because the guy usually protects the ball and all of a sudden he's slinging it to one guy and he throws three picks yeah no we'll, we'll keep an eye on it yeah i'm until he won game yeah yeah uh, but you're right because he does he's so and he's so careful in fact coaches who work with him would get mad at him because he would not make throws when the guy's open that's yeah. correct he's a very yeah, nice pick you're like what's going on with this guy Jack, no you're absolutely right to bring that up bears packers and i mean we're not taking anything away from uh the bear so adam or uh greg you did see well adam i'll go back to you what is up with the two tackles for the packers they're they have better i would call it better hope that they'll play this week they weren't close last week uh and then oh john runyon jr got hurt with a concussion I, I could imagine, and I know Rodgers was was not happy with his young receivers, but it's hard when you don't, you just, you, he talked about it. He just doesn't feel the timing yet with these kids. And now, and I, you know, the protection obviously was not what they needed to be. It's a problem. Yeah. Well, and uh, Greg, you saw the tape there. Uh, obviously, Rodgers gets down on young receivers quickly, and and it looks like he might be down on Watson right now. Well, the first play of the game, Watson ran right by Peterson, and he, you know, Rogers put it right on him, and he he dropped it. It would have been an easy touchdown, seventy-five yards. Now, yeah. though, is he a guy that they may just keep firing away to because they they want his explosiveness and and all that, you know? Well, I mean, at some point, Rogers is going to have to throw the ball to his receivers. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, we got to get Dobbs out there too. They don't have John. They don't have. It's. It's Watkins, who's basically a fourth NFL receiver. Lazard is now working. Okay, yeah, he's not, sure. stepped on two weeks ago. They hope that he plays this week. Uh, Dobbs, who you mentioned, the kid. Uh, 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 I think the real problem is is you have your quote unquote one and Bobby Tunyon. Not really well, not contributing. They're not playing week. John. They're not playing Mario Rogers, who they say had a great offseason. They're not playing him. I mean, forget it. You yeah. know, I, it's, I, a, it's it's bad. I mean, this is, I at some point down this down the line here, Dobbs will start playing better. Now we know Greg outlined for us before the draft that Watson had some significant issues with technique, the way he caught the football. So this is this is a major work in progress. Tunyon, um, it's great that he played last week, but he's come back from an ACL. This is a this is a this is a mess. This past, but start. this is a great get well matchup at home though. Rodgers kills them. They're gonna get, they're gonna get better. You know, yeah. I mean, the the same thing happened last year. Remember week one, they got uh, their ass kicked, guys, and then all of a sudden, you know, Rodgers gave his little talk about how don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying they're gonna put up fifty, but they're going to get better. These yeah. are the receivers. They're gonna keep working together. He's gonna get Lazard back. Tunyon is a guy he really likes. Um, it's all it it'll end up working out. The only thing is, John, without Adams, it's a different deal. It's yeah. Just, oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, sure. he doesn't have that that security blanket. Where he knows, hey, I can just go to Adams. And, and the, the way John and I were talking about it on our show was that, well, this is going to force him to start finding other guys like Dobbs, like Lazard, who obviously is the one veteran. Um. So yeah, yeah I, I'm I with mean, it. It's going to take a while. It is a major work in progress. They're like pedestrian right now without Adams. I mean, yeah. Even with the superstar and Rogers, uh, Titans at Bills, Greg. Uh. I know you were very impressed with uh, Josh Allen, the game plan, the ball location, uh, great performance. What do you think of this matchup here? Probably a very, I would say very, but probably a, a matchup where he has a chance to get comfortable. As we just mentioned earlier, they don't rush the passer all that well. Yeah, that stood out against the Giants. They did not rush the passer particularly well. Um, you know, Simmons inside's really tough. They run a lot of stunts, a lot of inside stunts. They're trying to generate pressure. Um, they did not really have any edge pressure. Um, they're very interesting in the secondary. They have a specific nickel package and then a different specific dime package. So I'm sure you'll see that in this game. Um, you know, offensively, I think the, you know, we, we've all become used to seeing Derrick Henry have seemingly a 40, 50 yard run every week. Yeah. He didn't have one this week. Therefore, he didn't get 100 yards. And they had no real explosive plays in their offense. Um, I will say, I thought that Burks. The two rookie receivers, I thought Burks and Phillips showed well, and I think there's better things to come, John. Yeah. Oh, I certainly do agree on on Phillips. Uh, Burks, hey, give credit where credit is due. Uh, I wasn't a Burks person 
but I did like Phillips a lot. Like Greg, I know it's only one game, but, and they're probably going to end up throwing it more than usual for a variety of reasons, losing games, things like that. Like, I mean, I feel like this kid might catch like 70 balls this year. He could, he could, you know, I, I also thought Tannehill played pretty well. They didn't lose the game because of Ryan Tannehill. They, he was out. They, they were really good on first down, by the way. And, and, you know, that sort of, uh, read, you know, energizes that debate that they have about throwing the ball on first down versus giving the ball to Derrick Henry. Well, I'm sure the bills are more than usual of the mindset of, Hey, let's jump out to a big lead here. And, you know, that's going to be a tough go if Tannehill and the Titans have to play from behind against his defense in Buffalo. One thing you're going to see, John Hilliard in the past game doesn't have to do with, it does nothing to do with third down. It's going to be, it could be first down. Yeah. They're looking for explosive plays. He had a 31 yarder. You know, he scored two touchdowns. They're their longest pass play of the day. Yeah. They're looking yeah. for, he's been harping on this for all off season, a lack yeah. of explosive plays. Yeah. This is what they want from him because they know what they have. Woods can't run. It's coming off ACL. Well, Akina can't done run very well. They want someone who can make a play in the pass game. And Hilliard occasionally is going to be that guy. The big issue is going to be their pass protection. It was not particularly good this week. I mean, mm-hmm. They have some issues there for sure. They're playing against a Buffalo defense that can rush the quarterback, sends out waves of D linemen. Um, so it's although the rookie right tackle Petit Frere played exceptionally well this week. And last but not least, isn't it weird? There's two Monday night I games. I, I forget what the reason was. It's in been week months. two. There's some kind of reason why they're doing this. I just don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, it's um, Vikings at Eagles and uh, Greg. You know, grade the performance. Talk about the before, not grade, but talk about the performance there. Uh, did 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 you see positive signs of Hertz? You know, throwing <laughs> the ball. Obviously, AJ Brown was balling. What'd you think? Um, you know, Hertz played pretty well. Uh, made a couple of really good throws. Bailed out an offensive line that did not have a great day for Week One, and it's a really good O line. They'll be fine. Um, you know, obviously the the deep ball he threw to Brown was a great great throw. You know, dropped it right in the bucket. Brown beat the backup corner, Walt Harris, on the play. Um, they clearly featured A.J. Brown to the detriment of others. I don't think they'll play that way all year. Maybe I'll be wrong. Um, you know, the thing about Hertz is he he can help bail you out with his legs, and he doesn't turn it over. So even if he misses a throw here and there, and as I said, there are some quarterbacks that miss throws here and there, it seems like he can compensate at times. So we'll see, you know, how it progresses. Um you know, they, they look, they put up a lot of points. Obviously, you know, they had the defensive touchdown as well, but they put up 31 points on offense. That normally wins games in this league. You, though, do seem to maybe have some concerns whether or not the Vikings schematically, you know, could present some, some different looks. They and- will. And they've got a lot of length on their defensive front. It's very multiple. Uh, DJ Wanham. Uh, Daniil Hunter, Zadarius Smith, length, athleticism, that could pose a concern. The secondary is difficult. You know, what they show pre-snap is not what you see post-snap. It'll be interesting to see how Hurts deals with that because he always knows that he has that parachute of running. This could be a game where you see him run a lot. Hmm. Hmm. There you go. Well, Adam, uh, what's your explanation on Devontae Smith's goose egg? This football? Uh, my understanding is there were some throws where he was opening and get the football. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, look, uh, Brown and Hertz are best friends and they have, they had incredible chemistry in training camp. So did Goddard. Goddard, Greg could probably test this. He was in a lot to block. They played a lot of multiple tight ends, 12 person. <clears throat> but, uh, it's only one game. He had a couple games last year where he was very quiet. But no, he's he'll be a big part of it. You just uh, it was it was a Brown game. He was incredible. Greg, what did AJ Brown look like to you in that game against that that Detroit secondary? I mean, he's a good receiver. Look, a lot of the throws he was open, you know, yeah. and that's obviously makes it easier. Um, the deep ball, he was not, you know, he doesn't usually win on deep balls by running by people. Walt Harris actually was there. It was just a great, great throw by Jalen Hurts. Um, you know, so. I mean, they, they clearly featured Brown, Adam. They were throwing him the yeah. ball. Yeah, and he he got open repeatedly, so that yeah. was, it was good. You know, sometimes he got open against zone where it just he was in voids, and and the yeah. throws were not that difficult. Um, the the one thing though, you're gonna we had 
we John, I told you weeks ago they're going to be an RPO offense. What you saw in that game is exactly what they're going to be. Most of course, weeks, heavy RPO. And do we get the inactives yet, Adam? Uh, JC Jackson's active. How about that? Oh wow! I don't know how much he's going to play, but they he gave him thumbs up. So anything else here of note? Uh, nothing that I see yet. Okay. Um, and then Greg, um, obviously the Vikings bring a lot of firepower. They I know sure you do. like. I know you really like where their old line was last week. That that bodes well for week one. Yeah, I like their old line. They've really invested a lot in it, as Adam knows, and I think it's going to end up being pretty good as this season progresses. And you know. The Eagles' problems last week, what was that, tackling, uh, you know. Uh, two players, in, when I understand, two players on the D-line decided that uh, they were not going to bring their A game, and the two D tackles didn't play well at a bad game. Yeah, the, uh, Fletcher Cox did not have a very good game. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's what I heard. And, it, and the guy who told me was not very complimentary, Fletcher. Yeah. Uh, when I, How many times have you watched tape, Greg, over the years where Fletcher Cox gets moved? <laughs> Probably not many. No, but how he got are, moved in this game, and he got yeah, moved. I mean, that's why I brought it up. Yeah, Greg, uh, how are the Eagles gonna try and slow down Justin Jefferson? It seems like they're they're not gonna put one guy on him, right? No, I think they'll mix it up. There'll be snaps where Slade plays a man to man, but they'll play a lot of zone. And the key principle when you play zone against a receiver like that is the term that they use is match, carry, deliver. So you don't want to deliver him to space. You need to deliver him to another player because you don't want to deliver him to a void in the zone. Yeah, Packers sure. had a lot of busts last week, and, and you know, Jefferson's numbered. I mean, he's great. That's not my point, but they had busts. Yeah, and then last but not least, Eagle Run D. Uh, you know, only one game, but it was it was a very bad showing. Uh, so any thoughts on them, you know, with Dalvin Cook out there this year, this week? Well, <clears throat> I would say that, it wasn't as bad as the numbers looked. Okay. Like okay. the first 50 yard run by Swift, which is the second or third play of the game, it was a wham play. And Bradbury was an absolute perfect position to make a tackle for an eight yard gain. He didn't make the tackle. Um, a lot of their big runs came on third down in passing situations. Gotcha. So, you know, yeah. Were they great against the run? Of course not. But it, I don't think it was quite as bad as it seemed. I think they'll get a much tougher test this week with Dalvin Cook. Adam, the total... Spiller, I think, Isaiah Spiller's inactive, just for your edification. I think the total is like 52, 53. Does that go I, over or under? Wait, the Eagle game? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't like it over. Yeah, I'm... I'm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, the weather looks like it's going to be perfect uh, on, on Monday, but yeah, I don't... I called the game, the Detroit game, right? I had it went over and it went over, but I, I, I see this game not going over. I... You know, John, the first two or three weeks, man, there's just so yeah, many crazy yeah. things that happen. Yeah. I'm definitely concerned about Greg's comment on Hertz because Hertz is one of these guys we saw last year. You could tell in the first drive, oh, it's going to be a long day. Uh, well, he had a good game last week, but yeah, yeah I hear you. Um, yeah. But but the difference is now with A.J. Brown, added with Goddard and Smith, the great thing is they've got a good pass target group. And I, the Viking corners are very beatable. It's can, a, can you protect – does he read what he's supposed to be reading? True. Um, I, in fact, I remember we talked to Greg last year about Patrick Peterson. Who's, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's he's at the end of his career right yeah. now. Yeah, they're absolutely beatable. Oh, Lewis Seen should play. I don't know how much he's good. The kid uh, Bynum's starting over him. But I yeah, wonder Bynum's if, actually a pretty good player. But oh, Seen is hurt, and that's why he was inactive last week. You know, right, he had a bruised knee. But how do you see Seen at this level? You mean, what do I think he'll become yeah, a pro? Right. What kind of safety? Is he a box guy, deeper? Or well, you... I think in this defense he fits extremely well because it's a quarter structure to start, and I think that's what he does really, really well because that will allow him to play downhill, which he's outstanding at. He does run well. I don't think he plays going backwards as much as as well as he you know plays going forward, but I think in this particular style of defense, which they knew it would be before they drafted him, I think he can fit exceptionally well. Good, good. That is a wrap on the week two matchup live stream here at fantasypoints.com. Stay tuned to all the media feeds and all the media pages uh, for all your other live streams and all the podcasts, obviously all the content here for Greg Cosell and Adam Kaplan and our guy Ben Kukanis. That's a wrap. Good luck tonight. Good luck in week two, and we'll talk to you next week.